Welcome to the Red Cloud Research Roundup, hosted by Red Cloud Financial Services. It is April 3rd. After a short hiatus, we're back and excited to kick off Q2 with some exciting updates. First off, mining analyst and head of equity research David Talbot is here to fill us in on Enfield Energy's recent PEA results for both its Utah-based Velvet Wood and Colorado-based Slick Rock Uranium and Vanadium projects. Rounding out the episode, Vice President of Equity Research Taylor Combaluzier will provide updates on Grid Metal's Falcon West assay results. So with that, David, over to you. Well, thank you for that kind introduction. And welcome to episode 39 of the Research Roundup, where we as analysts can speak to interesting news from the past week. The one uranium company I would like to discuss today is Anfield Energy. Its ticker is AEC on the TSX Venture. We recommend the stock with a buy and have a 20 cent target price. Anfield Energy is an investment banking client of Red Cloud Securities. Anfield has provided results from a combined PEA for its Slick Rock and Velvet Woods projects using its licensed Shootering Canyon Mill. Located in the Yerevan Mineral Belt, these two projects are within trucking distance of the permitted 750 ton per day mill. The PEA was fairly robust at $70 uranium and $12 vanadium. The study demonstrated a pre-tax 8% NPV of U.S. $238 million and a 40% IRR, and we had valued the project at about $200 million prior. Production is estimated at 750,000 pounds of uranium and 2.5 million pounds of vanadium per year over a 15-year life of mine. Now, that life of mine capex is about $130 million for both the two mines and the mill. The mill can be filled over the first eight years based on existing resources. Slick Rock hosts 7.7 million pounds, and Velvet Wood has 5.2 million pounds. And there's another quarter million pounds of uranium sitting in stockpiles, both at the mill and elsewhere. The PEA demonstrates a major milestone for Anfield. Most importantly than the economics at this point is that it helps outline a path towards commercial production in the near term. These sites could be in production within 24 months. Anfield is pursuing the hub-and-spoke model. Acquisition of conventional uranium and vanadium projects over the past several years have really focused on the Four Corners area of the U.S., and those are in close proximity to the mill. We believe that Anfield has almost 40 million pounds of uranium equivalent in mineral inventory, and that's within its pipeline in Utah, Arizona, and Colorado. Now, these two mines are only the first step. Once they support mill refurbishment, Inclusion of future deposits will require minimal mill capital. We do believe that many people have been looking forward to the Shootering Canyon refurbishment cost estimates. We had been expecting about $25 million, with new estimates coming out as still respectable $45 million, given that Anfield would build a new vanadium circuit. And there is an additional $20 million required to update the tailings facility to meet current standards. This is a fully permitted mill. Further engineering and design studies are ongoing, and we look forward to seeing those PFS-level results in May, and they should help convert the license from care and maintenance to operating. We might see Anfield pursue project financing thereafter, and as we said before, this mill could be in operation within two years. We see the operation as being profitable at $60 uranium and $12 vanadium. In the meantime, we're very excited that Anfield appears to be on the path towards production. We expect further M&A activity as it searches for pounds around the mill and updates resources on its existing project pipeline. So I think it's all about de-risking the mill on future projects at this point. 
That's all for me. What do you have for us today, Taylor? Thanks, Dave. This week, I'll be speaking about Grid Metals. We have a buy rating and 40 cent target price. Grid Metals is a Red Cloud Banking client. Grid announced assays from drill core samples obtained from a 2012 program at the Lucy Claim, which is part of its recently acquired and 100% owned Falcon West lithium property in Manitoba. The drill core had not been previously assayed and returned results that were in line with other known historical drill intercepts, including up to 2.1% Li2O over 6.1 meters from only 23.5 meters depth. Notably, high-grade cesium was also intercepted, including 10.3% uh, cesium oxide over 3.3 meters. We note that the Tanko mine was reported to have an average grade of cesium oxide of 9.1% when it was sold in 2019. Cesium is a critical metal for both Canada and the US. It is used in compounds found in drilling fluids, aviation, and atomic clocks, and there are three principal deposits from where it's mined, including the Tanko mine in Manitoba, Kikita in Zimbabwe, as well as Sinclair in Australia. Numerous tantalum-enriched intervals were also identified in the drilling. Going forward, GRID plans to submit permits for drilling at Falcon West later in 2023 once it consults with First Nations communities in the area. Surface sampling along with geochemical and geophysical surveys are also being planned. Overall, we believe these assays demonstrate that the property is highly prospective for near-surface lithium-bearing pegmatites fitting into GRID's strategy of developing assets that are simple to mine and could generate near-term cash flow. Thanks for listening to the Red Cloud Research Roundup podcast. We hope you enjoyed the dive into recent notable mining news. Remember, you can join us every Monday for new episodes. And as always, you can head over to redcloudsecurities.com to access our research portal, to read full disclosures, and to sign up to our email list. That's it for this episode, and see you next time.